0: To have some sort of attitude, where he comes with the decision making off of it. Like I'm gonna have yep. attitude of finish this. I'm gonna finish this now. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the 7 Levels of Performance Podcast, the show that goes behind the scenes of some of the world's best athletes and performers to give you the exclusive take on what they do to be at their best, and how you can implement those things in your life to be at your best today. Sergio Silva, welcome to the show, man.
0: Thank you so much for having me, sir. Uh, I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So so for folks who don't know you, you are a uh husband, father, world champion, uh, local champion, uh multi sport, uh teacher of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, fourth degree black belt that is, and uh, most importantly, my friend.
0: Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh but think for the shout out. I'm I'm great. No, thanks for being my friend too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sergio, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about your career and your background because you've really um done a lot with yourself uh, in a variety of aspects of life. And, you know, I think it's really cool just to hear a little bit about your background, where you came from and how that's you know brought you to where you're at today.
0: Uh, thanks so much for having me, man. Again, once again, I'm um, I'm just really grateful to be here. Um, you know, today is a great day here in California. Um, I'm come, I'm you know, I come from a, a really uh, uh, capital in in south of Brazil, in a place called named Curitiba. Um, you know, grow up there. Um, you know, the '77 child. Um, you know, be through the generations of the '80s and the '90s. You know, um, born and raised as a small, um, you know, the youngest brother. Um, you know, I have to figure out with different ways to just survive myself because when you're the younger brother, there's not much you can do about it besides crying. After that, the crying is becoming effective because parents are being through the crying, all your kids. So my, my family was, you know, we're three brothers. So it's pretty much a survival mode that I had through my childhood. And um, know by the age of, you know, of three or four, I know I got to know a little bit of judo. You know, I got to learn judo with my uncle. Um, that was my first contact of martial arts, and I wasn't really sure, like why I should be learning judo. You know, it's so much work, there's so much struggle. Um, I mean, it was fun to be in a in a in a academy, in a in a place of judo. Because I had didn't have much choice, because the whole family,
1: my brothers,
0: or my mom would drop us off there, and you know, they drop us off at four o'clock, they pick us up at between nine and ten thirty at night. You know, so you'd be like wandering sometimes in the academy and nothing to um so but that's how i grew up you know and, and i wasn't like judo was something like oh my god i'm gonna do judo forever you know i just was a passage in my life so i started playing soccer we started playing capoeira you started doing all these different different sports in brazil um you know i'm really grateful to be the part of the childhood that i had back then you know there was no computers there's no ipad or tablets or anything you know you, you want to you want to spend some time you have to go climb that tree and try to you know hopefully that the the owner of the house don't throw the dogs on you you're you're hanging out time you know what are you gonna do in the afternoon there was no choice you know you're gonna go out and in that in that mindset mindset you you have to go out you have to do the yourself you have, you have you just always mode. you know adapt to you you know because you could get in the fight you can get a dog could be running after you, or something could happen. This guy could throw a dog this guy could be running after something could like anything could happen, happen like, like, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> you know there was like the manager of the the um the complex who, who, who coming after us because we don't trespass the the building or something, but it was always that survivable, so it was like it was the urgence of learning more you know, plus, plus you had that, the problem with the mugglers, the people that might rob you, you know, and I mean, different confrontations of that as well. And it was really uh, you know, a tough position to be, you know, you gotta be really like I was in this alert survival mode all the time. So, you know, after a few years playing soccer, I myself soccer, you know, I, I was really um, not really pleasant to be in the team sports, um, it, was just, it was a lot of politics. You know, soccer was a tons of politics in Brazil. Um, so I, I decided to just go to like I'm like a individual sport. You know, I went through a yeah. I was a psychologist that came into my to my school mm-hmm. and, and did this uh um, the speech about the difference between individual sports and collective sports. You know, in um, team sports. And I really, you know, made made a lot of things that make sense then, you know, I was like about to be like a teenager, you know, the 13, Mm -hmm. turning 13. uh, I had to learn how to fight. You know, in that time, you just like the hormones going up, you know, you just to see the girls and the girls start to see like, you know, you start getting, you know, the, the girls are looking at you, and you start, you know, it was all this ego in school, and you know, it was just who's the biggest, you know, and the biggest yeah. is gonna be, get, get the girl if did, somebody look at the girl they'll get you up, you know. Um, it was pretty much survival, man, you know, that made that yeah. always really draw me to go yeah. back, you know, just start learning jujitsu, you know.
1: Yeah. So I want to I want to pause you there because this is a, a great introduction to really what's formed you in a um, a lot of ways, right? Because, you know, I love how you mentioned that starting off, you know, you have three brothers and uh, you've, you pretty much, there's no coddling you're, you're introduced in an environment where you've got to figure out very quickly how to fend for yourself and how to survive. And you mentioned being in a survival mode a lot. Um, And how some of those themes carried over even into sports, right? And you were involved with judo growing up and then soccer a little bit. And, um, you know, and going into that, then you have a a psychologist come in and talk about team sport versus individual sport. What was it about that um, point that he brought in that uh, shaped your thinking about sports?
0: Well, um... I was I was and that time that I was listening to this this speech, I was actually um offered that time a scholarship to go play soccer. Um, you know, and you no know, soccer soccer is something that run through my family really deeply. Mm-hmm. Um my 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 middle brother just played soccer for his entire life and my older brother too. Everybody soccer in the house was not really an option there. Um, you know, my dad played soccer in the when he was a young age. So there's a lot of you know, like everybody's gonna play soccer. So everybody's gonna go in and play soccer. And even soccer, like there's this survival mode. You know, there's how you survive. You know, it's like there is surviving. Um, um, what do you playing, mean by?
1: Playing, my, you know, that, let me you. What do you mean by survival?
0: You know, like you know, for example, there was a, there was a time that it was a team that we play, we practice, and every time we practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then just Monday was Friday, specifically because there's the times we're gonna really practice like, for two hours and a half. In the end, the practice, if you do everything right, you can, um, you know, you have the right to, to eat a, cheese, uh, a cheeseburger and a, and a soda. And everybody's going for the cheeseburger and the soda. Like, if, if you don't, it was just like if your child, like 11-year-old, tried to get the cheeseburger and the soda. It was so important to this guy, there's kids that didn't have anything else to eat. I was just that there was those they was not going home in like a big meal or anything i was like maybe there's mm-hmm. a little something There's not just working a soda there you know? so like so this guy the survivor you see that there was no choice you know there was no there was no, like place to run a lot of times so there's like you know in the in, the, in that minor space like when you're growing up with i was trying to survive more like your parents don't have much money or you're, you know, you, you walk to to school, you come back walking from school. And then there's always, there's like the survival that like you like. You might get mugged, man, going from B, you know. you might somebody come in and and try to take your money, try to take your shoes. Or like you might cross, um, you know, you you, go, you might cross a path of three or four guys, you know, much bigger than you, you know, you by yourself with your friend. And you had to survive, you know, you had to figure out, you know. So we have all the right. different holes. So we talk now sometimes it like this thing that we do like when we see like weird people like we go inside this house and pretend that we talk with somebody, and then we start learning on all these different methods and ideas how to defend ourselves, without having how to fight, you know how, to, how to actually physical confrontation, confrontation. because it's so so with your friends so with your friends you know, you're, you're right. nine, years old, nine years old can happen between your mm-hmm. home and your school you know it's like it was just I, it was thinking back man i just like it's amazing that i survived man it's just like you yeah. know like a lot of times i think about it like not just my brothers even think like man it's amazing how we survived like you know like a lot of people drive you know we go because parents can drive and we just had one car and my dad has to go on one side and we had to go another way there's no time to go drop you guys off i'm sorry you guys have to go and, mm-hmm. and it's just that's that moment where you start to figure out things. And I was just like, man, it's, you know, if you know how to fight, you know, if you knew how to. And I saw I used to watch the Bruce Lee movies with my, my dad a or you know, so my, I grew up watching Bruce Lee movies, man. You know, I love Bruce Lee. Um, I no I remember that fight, that, that that movie, that that Bruce Lee fought Chuck Norris. That I, I got to know Chuck Norris. I was like, man, Chuck Norris is cool, man. I was like, I'll be kind yeah. of cool to fight like Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna fight like chick
1: Like, yeah, we like, all did, Shop. man.
0: Like, yeah, and was just like and then there was Bruce Lee, like, I wanna fight like Bruce Lee. I was just I was that that like perfect style it was like, you know, then people do Kung Fu and then and then in Brazil we started that, you know, all everybody said new shoebox, and everybody said Muay Thai, Muay Thai and then, and everybody had everybody it was expensive man and you had to figure out a way to get money and your parents don't have time to pay some a lot of a lot of the parents don't have some do it you know some have money they pay and then and it was just like you try to figure out a way to 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 don't, don't like is it is it a cool thing to see you know like what's the you know why should do a fight you know why why should I do a fight I was like, until you get in the fight. Into the action the confrontation in the combat in a situation that, like, you you might kind of get ass kicked and there's nobody to ask for help. You know, it's, just, it's you versus, like, two guys or three guys, you no, know, five guys versus two, you know, you, you have yeah. to fight today and you know, like, there's no cop around and no security and you're going to have to fight and then you don't know how to fight and it's the most, it's the most anxiety thing, you know, it's like when you're in a place there you don't have the answers you know like for a situation you know like you go to a test yeah. you don't know what's the answer you know what i mean that's that's yeah.
1: pretty mean, that's profound too, you know? that's profound so let's yeah. let's do a recap here right so you're you're put in a um, really tough environment as a kid you were born into it you didn't ask to be born in that to either but that's what you were given and you learned lessons yeah. very quickly very difficultly and yet what I hear too is, you know, you started to figure out that if you didn't get better at things, if you didn't learn how to fend for yourself, if you didn't learn how to be resourceful and um, smart, that you weren't going to make it. And so, you know, you, you met with your friends uh, to figure out ways to fight so you didn't get mugged. Um,
0: yeah, you know. I feel I feel like there was a lot of a lot of more freedom back then. You know, just like I you know I feel like my parents, you know, it was it was more relaxed kind of style. They 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 did it with I did have education, I did have i go to school, everything's fine. But it was just like more relaxed And as much as like, yeah, I should go down from play there from, you know, four o'clock to you know, come back before nine, you know. So you'd be, yeah. you know, in front of the house playing trying to figure out and you know, that that freedom, that liberty that you have, you know, that you get to know things. You gotta like, you know, you, you guess man, I see fights. My first time I see a fight, I was like these two boys, like older, like, you know, fifteen years old, and I'm watching them fighting from my building, and then it was just like this bloody fight, man. I was like probably like 27 years old. And I see these two boys fighting, man, going at each other. It was just like Wow man, it's just a really possibility that to happen. You know what I mean? It's just like you go to school, there's that ego centric, you know, kids that grew up with older brothers that had to figure out how to you know, or their older brothers as well, you know, themselves. So you grew up with them. So you just like you're dealing all sort of bullies in school and then you yeah. dealing with all kind of all kind of survival modes going back to it to school and then you have you go in the house and you you have this environment there, like mm-hmm. you always got to get up because you're the youngest, and then you just you just create some motion out of you. You know, just like I had yeah. to survive, I had to figure out a way to get out of here, and you know, beat them up, all beat them all up. You know, like be my brothers if I need to. You know, um, so but, you know, what did you?
1: What did you, what did this lead you to figure out? You know, you talk a lot about having to, forcing you, putting yourself in an, you're in an environment where you have to figure things out to survive. So how did that lead you into martial arts and some of your later decisions?
0: Well, you know, that, you know, that, that's, that's a good question. You know, it's just like, you know, in that mode, when at one time I I was in, uh, I was out and about and I was with my friends. And I see, I see this guy comes out. He just like, this guy wants to fight everybody. This guy wants big, two two big guys. You know, we're playing like we were about to skate park, and then we're just just not doing anything to anybody. This guy stopped the car and they want to fight us, and we didn't want to fight, man. These guys were bigger than us, and I, I didn't really want to fight. I just want to play the skateboard. And then this young, this young man, man, comes in of this building. he just I remember like today, man. It was just like, Young guy, like mom, he's small, he's kinda of skinny, really rich kid. He's like, Hey man, hey man, we don't want to fight, man, but if you want to fight, I'll fight you. And then I was like, What? And then this guy, man, is like, this guy's gonna, you know, this is gonna be a bad fight, man. This guy's kid is like go ahead ass kicked here, man. This is a that's like this is a brutal one. And um man, this kid just was able to um the guy comes in, he, he just clinched and went to the guy's back and then took his back and choked him, and putting the, him down to sleep beautifully. Like you know, it was hmm. a, about it was a scrap. It was about forty five seconds. I did, I wasn't, and it was the first time I see jiu jitsu at a bra like that. You know, I just, what did you I think? See, I, I, I I never seen anything like that, man. And then he he when he went to put the guy's back, man, he's he's screaming, "This is jiu jitsu, man! This is jiu jitsu, man!" You don't know jiu-jitsu? No. And he screamed. Holy cow, man. I want to do that, dude. I want to do that thing that that guy did. You know, that that what that boy did, I want to do that. He'd be a much bigger guy with a matter of fractions of seconds. He took his back and choked him and screaming jiu-jitsu. You know, and then we just like, so I started looking at the jiu-jitsu academies, went to one, visited one. And, man, I was just like, so expensive. Couldn't do it. It was just, and that's when they became really spiked my curiosity. Like, I went to a jiu jitsu spa. A guy that teaches jiu jitsu, Japanese jiu jitsu, he taught me for about maybe six months. He knew mm-hmm. my brother used to go there. And then he found out my brother does black belt in judo. I brought my brother there. My brother was a black belt in judo. So my brother decided to teach him judo. And he would show us some arm bars from the guard. Like, very rustic type of like uh, jiu jitsu. He used to do, like more like a street fight. But like right. not really like what I was looking for you know I, I was i wasn't I wasn't really yet in the place I was I want to be you know so in a, in the, in that amount of opportunity that happens and one day I come to school and I saw this boy that came in and they had the opportunity to get into the pyramid scam you know and then that, that came, <laughs> I was talking about this I was a teenager and I saw that and i just i got the opportunity. If they got in there, and then just got, you know, pay a lot of good money, you know, matter of five, a fraction of a week, uh, you know, I was a teenager with, you know, $13,000, you know, tried to figure out what to do with the money and help my family, help everybody around me you know, as much as they could, then I went just down the street from my academy, as and I had to open this big, huge jiu-jitsu academy, everybody was there, it was really expensive, I was going there to watch the training, and then the other point that I was watching there, the train so much that it got, like, you guys, you can't watch training anymore. You know, it's just get. to, or you come to practice, or you come to, pro, you, know, you, you know, you can't be like, come here, spooking up. And then one day I came down, the line, and they just said, here's the, my here, you know, I want to train here for three months. You know, here's the pay advance. Nobody pays at the advance like that. So they, I knew exactly what I want, man. I just, that day, I just, I want to learn Jiu-Jitsu. I want to buy the Gi, I want to buy everything, I want to get ready. So, um, like yeah. Three months of jiu jitsu. If you look at me at three months jiu jitsu training as much time as I put on the mat, you think about like I, I am fanatic. Mm. Then I was super into it. it. Was just like a new toy. On Christmas <laughs> every single day, man. Every single day, I was just like, oh, I train jiu jitsu every single day.
1: Yeah. So you wake up thinking about it. You train. You go to bed thinking about it. It's just an obsession.
0: Yeah, but think about, it, you know, and, and back then, we didn't have computers. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have any of that. We didn't have, you know, there was no Facebook. There was nothing, man. You know, just, like, I had a one guy that had, a, like, this VHS tape. They had, like, some Fabio Gugel's fight. And then they were showing some, like, uh, some, like, you no, know, there's this guy, Hickson. Like, we were watching Hickson all the time. You know, it was just that. that was, like, you know, back yeah. in 91, man. You know, like, so let me back in the day, just...
1: For folks who may not know, Hicks and Gracie, uh, one of the greatest um, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and martial artists of all time, um, predates uh, the UFC and Hoyce Gracie was Hoyce's older brother and is considered by many to be, you know, the greatest practitioner, um, you know, arguably uh, of all time even. So, um, you know, so you're watching him and, and getting into it.
0: Yeah, that was the, that was the beginning of the, to the UFC, you know, like, they're the, you know, the Grace family, they're the creators of the, they're the one that put UFC together to demonstrate the power of jiu-jitsu against any other martial arts. So they were, like, it brought it to the United States then back in the days, like, you now hey, here, like, a guy with a little gi, like a paper gi come here and destroy, or gonna, you know, finish all these other martial artists, and And actually that was happening, you know, and then, and that's really that time they became, even Brazil wasn't like, tons of people knew it. Like in my my city, south of Brazil, in Curitiba, there was not that many people doing it. It was just two academies. That's it. You know, nowadays you go there, Mm -hmm. there's like, you know, hundreds of academies everywhere, you know, tons of people doing jiu-jitsu there, you know, way more than them. But, um, you know, it was just the beginning. The beginning was nobody really doing it, you know, um when you see people like you really understand jujitsu in actually combat situation, you see how powerful it is, you know, it is very powerful. Yeah. And so,
1: um, what is it about it that's so powerful in your mind?
0: I think just the, the way they, the strategy, you know, the, the, the way it's directed to neutralize it, in the, the, the force neutralize the, that the way people come at you, if you know a boxer or another striker comes in striking you, how you neutralize by putting the fight to the ground, you know, and that that expertise of a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner of neutralize people and direct out the confrontation to the ground. That's what you know turns us into a, a different type of 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 of, 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 a, of a fighter, a, a different fighter, of survivor. You know, like I put a fight on the ground. You know, whatever size we are know, whatever you see, you're tall, big, whatever, and, like on the ground in the same size, you can you know, figure out. And, the, and the, really, the back then, the, the way they was divided by the Gracie family, when they came in, they started dividing by steps, by areas, and, and then became easier for people to develop each area, you know, so like mm-hmm. they developed this guard control, you know, by Hilo Gracie, started seeing more opportunities to do the guard, and then everybody started developing the guard, and they became really strong. So each area... It um, now it became a, it's really turning to a science. So when you put somebody that has been practicing, and putting themselves in different type of situations in a regular day, a daily basis, and then you get somebody that just put himself in those situations every once in a while, and then just you know even a, a fair confrontation, you know, it just it should not mm-hmm. be happening, you know, because that mm-hmm. person that does all the time has a, a biggest fair advantage of, against the other person, you know, it's just as reality, you know, you see that like I see situations that you know guys that come practicing with us, you know, here in Alameda and these guys you say, oh and a police officer and I was able to man just manipulate somebody really easy by holding the Kimura and doing this. It's like, man, this is like (laughs) yeah, it works, man. Doesn't matter who does it either, you know, if it's a kid does it, if it's a a girl, if it's you know, anybody, older person, elder older person, anybody you know, if you do it right, you know you're gonna be able to, you know, to to see these full benefits of 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 not only just like be able to defend yourself, but also the well being of the fitness level. So you can increase, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: and I I love that quote that uh, from I think it was Elio Gracie that um, Jiu Jitsu makes us all equal.
0: That's right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So you know, you know there's. Yeah, go ahead. You know, there's that guy that, you know, that trains in uh I have a an affiliation in the El Cerrito, in El Cerrito Martial Arts Academy. And his name is Richard, and he and the guy is like seven years old. Um, you know, really good inspiration on human being. I go there, practice with him. He has been trained there since the sixty nine. He started like turning sixty nine. And you go there, he comes every Tuesday and Thursdays, you know, he still throws his own platas, his brown belt, you know, he's working at his black belt. Um, comes there twice a week, you know, good vibe, good vibration. But, that, you know, he, he, see, he started late and late. he's starting late in late. The late's never too late, you know what I mean? He's just like, he's he's there practicing with guys that he could be like, you know, he could be everybody's kid, uh, you know, dad there, you know, grandpa. <laughs> he could be my grandpa. You know? And he's there practicing Jitsu every Tuesday and Thursday, man. He's just like, that's making equal off the kid that is wow. 21 years old in training, you know? That's yeah. the beauty about it
1: so yeah a lot of people by the time they're 69 think that they're you know they're lucky just to be able to keep walking and and doing stuff like that and there's a guy who comes in and says no i want to i want to learn and i'm going to do it and he doesn't get intimidated by it and you know there's a bunch of people way younger than him that uh you know he could have been intimidated by but he stuck through it he's a brown belt now and you know he's got some slick stuff right
0: yeah so you know what's the name of that thing um um that we talk um when you learn learning something just like you know you learn something new like a language or music it's plasticity that you make in your brain you know you just like you know learning brazilian jiu-jitsu or any other martial art you know but you know specifically when you learn brazilian jiu-jitsu because the amount of contact and all the things you gotta you know try to figure out leverage um you know distance notion perception timing um yeah, all these different things that you need to figure out how to how to apply in the right moment the right moment you know is it, really like is it, you know makes makes the, this whole vibration of impossible impossible and impossible it is possible you know it's just like you're learning you know just one thing at a time you learn different things at the same time so just I just sometimes I think about like, you know, I, I teach a motor fitness for kids in, in the preschools, you know, in the kindergarten level, um, and then just like, and then there's all this exercise that makes you make like, you know, right and left, right and left, you know, just like, mm-hmm. I feel like in jiu jitsu, you go back to that moments that, you know, like if you put one leg in the front, you're completely out of balance, and then but so suddenly you, you get used to that and you, know, you get better in know, every day you go then in class, you try to get better it's in an area that you're not very good at it. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but but that but that's the, the principle. Like in a older age, a lot of times like somebody comes in, uh, you know, man, the guy just start training. The guy's 32 years old. Man, guess what? From 31 years old, no, from 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 like 20 uh, 20 years old to 31, he didn't do anything. He didn't do any sports. He didn't do any kind. All he, he did was focus his career, study, right. went to school. What, he did work his brain. I know, I'm not saying. How he worked, but when he came back, it, you know, he he was really good, good talent in this sport. He used to play soccer. It, you know, he's he back, he came back doing jiu-jitsu now. You can tell him, like, man, ask him, have you done something already? You know, you look pretty, like, your natural ability is there. I was like, yeah, man, I was really good in soccer, but I had to stop because, you know, this guy's actually a is a NASA engineer. the guy. I was like, Holy cow, NASA, yeah, man, I'm thirty years old. I was like, Holy cow, man, I was like, Yeah, I studied really hard and also I stopped doing everything and I come back. But you can see that natural ability carry on even though he stopped for that long. You know? Mm-hmm. Some people yeah. some people don't have the luxury to that to do that. You know, some people if you stop that long, it's hard to come back. It's hard. So they they trade the overweight, they 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 start eating more. They, got diabetes, whatever it is, yeah. you, know, and then you know, you see they're like 43 years old, they're too old to start anything new. You know, So in their mind. You know, that's what creates the mental block of the human being, I guess, you know. So by, mm-hmm. by, by, by coming to a martial art, coming to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah, as a young mind, just think, you know, I'm 50 years old, I'm going to start this right now. It is possible. Yes, it is possible. Everybody can start, in any age. You know, an older person can start at 80, 80 years old. But what he's gonna do? Do what he can, you know. He can. He's gonna go there and do what he can, you know. Just uh, way, anyway, whatever he can do, he's gonna do really good. <laughs> you know, he's just gonna do yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know? So, what?
1: What is doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, for your own life and seeing it in other people's lives taught you about you know limits and and what we're capable of as human beings?
0: Man, you know, it's just, I think, I think, um, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know, taught me a lot, you know, um, I think it's just more like, um, you know, just uh, um, a, a, the ability to, to have a place where I can keep my sanity, you know, I can keep a place there, I can just, just be myself. And and like, sometimes, I, you know, I was just thinking about the other day, you know, I was talking with another, another black belt you know, it's not nice sometimes just come in and then you come in there's a, a black belt teaching a class and you, you listen to the guy you do the moves he does and then you just like and you just think to myself, you know, why am doing the moves? Like, man, I can't wait to spar. I'm going to train with these guys I'm going to try to do this move and then when I finish this move I'm going to tell them, hey, I did the move today. And then he was just we we're just joking around, you know, that, you know, it's just like the, the, mind, the mindset we're going to be why we're going to be sparring with everybody, you know, and, um, you know, every time you know I go in and just I have a different my mind, my mindset things I'm I'm work with. Sometimes I try the guy coming top and try to you know try to crush him a little bit. Try to pass my guard. Try, I I can't, I, I want to see if they can get out of the fog. If they could be able to escape, you know, if they escape, I'm I'm surviving. If I'm surviving. I'm still in the fight. I didn't tap yet. You know, so just oh, that's, sometimes it's survival mode. Sometimes I just want to beat the attacker. Just want to keep keep just going after. So everything changes every time. So that it's just that, because of my mind, my head going to that level of combat, of training, of what to do, a strategy. And so it's just going to be off what's going on outside. And I think that, I almost think, I believe even that it's like anti-aging. You're going, you, you're, your mind is just, just really like off of all the other problems you have around you. And then just focus in the present moment what you have in front of you. Would is somebody tried to choke you, you know, you, you can let that guy choke you or armbar you or, or full lock you. And it's always like different attacks coming at you and you got to defend yourself. And then there's more training, there's more practice. Um, you know, that's really, um, I think that's the most beneficial for me and I see for others when they start learning other techniques and see things working and seeing like in the, in the making the mistakes and, and then, but they keep coming back because they see the progress, you know, the progress is there, you know, they see mm-hmm. themselves, they like, start training, they see, oh man, I'm getting better, I can't, I can tell now, like, people are not tag me so easy anymore, like, people are working hard, I'm the moves, I'm learning, I'm trying, you know, it's just like, so that every time you're trying, and it's always sometimes somebody, like, there's a guy that didn't that training, that you learned that move, you know, it's just like, I know I'm going I'm to try that guy, <laughs> it was like, yeah. we used to be there in the academy time you just, you just try to pick a move that nobody saw you know you just try to apply that move you know um but but that that's um that's what makes us i think you know um you know you just keep looking for the sanity or even looking for being a better you than you a better person than you are today you know like tomorrow i'm gonna be the best that i was today you know and just keep working hard keeping practicing it's just the lifestyle you know just turning yeah. turning this into a lifestyle
1: yeah, so it's a, it's a life commitment that you've made to continue to better yourself. And, and jiu-jitsu is that space where you can shut everything else off and mix up your training and learn and experiment with new techniques and mindsets. And, um, you know, use that to better yourself, um, you know, in life and, uh, and keep yourself young and healthy.
0: That's right. That's right, you know, and then, yeah. uh, you know i I feel like um, you know that we we always like you know, I feel like there there's always a passion for something, you know we it, we that was good for us as a human kind, human beings to always be involved with something, you can be involved with music, you can be involved with martial arts or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, whatever you're involved to, you know, you can be involved to the soccer or. Whatever, whatever you know, practice you like to, you know, sometimes you can be multiple things, you know, you can mm-hmm. do it also. But being involved in something, you know, always be learning. So you see the progress, you see your, your effort. And that's what I feel like Jiu Jitsu give, gives to everybody the practice. They see that. And then I feel like there's a lot of exchange of energy as well because, you know, you're always in contact with the, with the person you're training with. But um, you, know, you see the, the progress of, of learning, and then it's there. And you know, you can't hide it. You know, there's no way to hide it. Mm. Um, and in, in, in the same token, like, I came from a place that I'd be around people that has really, really, like, like amazing natural ability already. So they're, like, they're really good soccer players. They're really good uh, uh, um in basketball and really good in tennis and really good in jiu-jitsu. You know, I was like, holy cow, man. This guy, Yeah, you know, he, he's not only... He, he's not good in hockey because he never played hockey, you know, <laughs> because otherwise he'd be really good at it too, you know. But it's like, and I'd be around guys that really have to work really, really hard to be good. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I work really, really hard, man. I just like a crazy amount of hours to make one thing happen. It's just like get better. It's just go through the struggles, go to plateaus. I feel like I had a guy, I'm one of the person, one of the the guys that became black belt, took me 11 years and a half and I've been through so many plateaus through my life through Jiu-Jitsu.
1: What gets you through the plateaus, you know, where you feel like you're stalling? Because a lot of people can relate What's to that the, where things exactly.
0: aren't... Exactly. Like, you know, sometimes when you're like, um, you you, you, change, you, you, know, you change your environment or training, you know, like um, I, I changed the environment or training you know, like, what I used to practice, you know, places more friendly, where I came to practice in a place that I didn't know anybody and nobody really looking to be my friend over here. You know what I mean? It's just like everybody wanted a piece of, their, a piece of pie. Everybody wanted the pie. Um, everybody wanted to be uh, the team A of the division, which means team A division, you're going to have to fight, you know, to be the only two guys per division. So And there's like six guys from the, all the academies getting together to be fill up that spot. So you, we all have to fight. So it was just like, you know, and that—that's that, the like, you know, he changes it, when he changes the environment. I felt like, my God, like I mean, it was hard for me to explore different things. It was hard for mm-hmm. me to try a different move because I was worried that if I try to do the move, they got my pass my guard, and he passed my guard, he gets the three points, and I lose the fight. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not going real, you know, I'm not going to fight nobody else, you know. I'm like bummed, you know, I don't want to go on T V. you know. It was all this pressure on you that. You really doesn't want you, like, I felt like that, you know, I wish I was back where I was before, where it was more relaxed, was more creative, I felt like, and I was more um, relaxing. And I feel like, you know, I, it was good that I learned by being in this kind of environment, but I, I don't know if I would um, I get, you know, I don't know if it, I would I I suggest somebody to go to that environment, you know. Because a lot of yeah. times people believe, you know, to get really good, you got to you gotta suffer, you know, and and, and that's true. You know, there's there's a, there's a truth to that. You know, when sometimes when you go to rough path, like sometimes, you know, I have to work really hard. I have to. I know there was nobody to help me out. There was nobody like, oh, my brother, he's he's the the president of the federation I'm already in. You know, the, I didn't have that chance. You know, I didn't have that. No, hmm. I have to work hard in, in in there. You know, so it's just like, uh, um, I think that helped me out. So say, so, you know, there's two places. You know, the problem is when I feel like that I, I felt like a lot of people went the rough path that they really really, really hard. A lot of people got hurt, you know? A lot of people got really hurt that, you know, some of the injuries, like, irreversible, you know? You know yeah, so you're, you're really crazy. talking about a oh.
1: toxic environment, like a, a negative exactly. environment, and you have to really get yourself out of that and back into right. something so that you can flourish. But
0: sometimes, but sometimes, you know, the place, you know you think it is not toxic it doesn't look toxic you know they it feels pretty good it feels pretty good because it's really rough and everybody wants to go hard but the got like negativity or something there, like man like i'm hurt I'm, i can't train right now no 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 you're not hurt keep training you know it's like you know it's like man i'm, I'm actually hurt you know like i gotta start training you know i you know i always expect a different answer or Hey, like, how you made the some i or like, what the injury was, you know? Yeah, a lot of times, man. I feel like that, you know, especially Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is getting a lot better now. Um, you know, a lot of different arts is coming in in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to learn and saw a lot of the, the the you know the little defects here, little problems there. Um, and I feel like a lot of the training, you know, a lot of people that become world champions. I see a lot of really good guys now. They're training, they're doing really good, and they're like the different methods of practice, um, you know, and it's working, you know. So just really, you know, find what's good for um. You yeah. know, there's a lot of different sources of information now, you know, mm-hmm. that people can get and, and really be really good in Jiu-Jitsu by, you know, by by really paying attention to your, your own body as well. You know, each body is a different body, you know. Um, yeah. So I, I know, so, I, I feel like, you know, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I love that. You know, there's a lot you shared in there, right, about being in a healthy environment, listening to your body, uh, changing things up, um, being willing to take risks so you can keep learning, not being afraid of, uh, especially in training, sometimes it's easy to get into a a drive, you know, always have to look good, and and the, the fear of taking a risk to do something new and learn and be creative can, can hamper you. There's a lot in there. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of really inter- interesting things, um, that folks don't know about you that I going to bring out, which is you, um, you know, you have, you're, you're very competitive, um, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You have a, a world championship title and no geek grappling and, um, competed at the highest levels against some pretty well-known names within the jujitsu world and um but you're still and you're still competitive today um you know you you're married you two kids you run an academy and you're still competing on a pro level a lot of people would have hung it up by now so what is it about competing that you you still go back to
0: I I I, lo- I always love compete, man. I always love the competition. The the be out there is I was um I was something that drives me. Um I like I like the drive. I like the training. I like the mental um aspect. Of, um I like to be um in a in a place that you know I had to fight. You know tonight. You know I had I you know I like that. You know you know we. And you know, I really um it, I got on the point, you know, especially at the age like you know, forty two years old, twenty forty three now, um, you know, that he just try to figure out different things to make you excited, you know, just like in life. You know, I had a I was like this mental breakthrough here, like a uh middle life crisis, you know and I was like trying to figure out man, what's happening now? What's going on? Um, you know, you know, just every day I tried to figure out something something cool that I can just make excited for you know and then one of the mm-hmm. things is like you know fighting or get somebody ready for a fight or be a coach for someone fighting or be out there like helping someone um I love that environment I love that and you know' being a lot of a lot of times growing up um, <laughs> so in, yeah in so' I
1: think was one way to kind of
0: stay excited and engaged That's right that's right I love that and then, you know but but the being there is not the price of being there. Um, you know, the last three fights that I had in the pro level, I was just really excited. Um, you know, just uh, they're keeping, uh, I have the, the promoter keep calling just say, hey, sir, are you going to fight again? What's the next fight? What are you thinking? I'm like, he yeah, actually called like last week, he just uh, came in and just uh, sent a couple of messages to me, say, hey, what's happening? Uh, you know, when are you fighting next? You know, I was like, so that's how I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm getting ready, I'm every day, I'm practicing, I'm doing some sort of training. Um, I'm tra- i tra I change my practice a lot. Um, I've been I'm, you know, I, I implement um, a lot of recovery practice, a lot of yoga, a lot of uh, Pilates, mm-hmm. um, a lot of conditioning training, specific conditioning, um, a, a lot of different, tra- different different like every day um, I do something that helps my jiu-jitsu. So that's in my head. You know, it's like I was like, every day I gotta do something that is gonna help my jujitsu. And yeah, I so recommend that age, for. Do you recommend
1: that for other athletes to do yoga and, and conditioning and things like that?
0: No, what I recommend, like, a lot, of, a lot of times is, you know, try different things, you know, every month. So I try two or three different things that are going to help you in your training that you believe is going to help. It's going to be, and it could be like, you know, it could be, um, I know I, I've been doing paddle boarding, you know, pedal, you go paddle boarding, you know, it's just like pedal board is a super chill, relax, you know, it helps your mind, helps you like do something else with your body besides, your sport besides what are you doing jiu-jitsu or mixed martial arts, whatever it is, you know, you know, we change it up a little bit, different things. They always help, you know, and conditioning wise, I feel like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, you know, it, it is a good conditioning, but, you know, if you're going to go on the level that is a high level, you got to do a separate conditioning practice, you know, and the conditioning practice has to be specific too, you know, it's just like, but again, the, 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 each person is each person. Like I adopt a lot of different things. Because of my, my injuries, my training, my age, um, I gotta change it a little bit, and you know, I gotta do swimming. You know, sometimes you know, I used to go just running, 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 like run. Now we just one or twice a week, and the rest I was like bike, you know, or swimming, or rowing, or Pilates, or different things that that's gonna help my You know what I mean? It's not gonna be one thing over and over again. Um, so it's just really you know find what's working for you. You know, but definitely. Definitely don't stagnate it like weights, you know, stay in the weights all the time, same weights, same thing, you know, because the the fight is chief and the fight changes, right? The anytime or, or whatever you do, it, it only it does a, you can do it the specific practice, it can be twenty minutes or twenty five minutes a day, and then the rest can be out all, all the things to help you to live longer, to help you to to just um, you know, no, you come back from injuries faster. You know, like um, I had been doing adopting this training now, recovery training. What I use, like, um, and I'm like in a sauna, and then I pull my butt towards the towards the the wall and keep my mm-hmm. legs up. So I'm laying down in the sauna, keep my legs up to the sky, mm-hmm. and I just get energy, that the blood coming down of of from the leg. That is just a recovery practice that I adopt in my training, and I try to do this daily. You know, and it helps. It helps my circulation. Mm-hmm. I feel better. I help my digestion, you know, is better digestion. Um, you know, some little things you can do that can help you. I, I could put your uh, chiropractic, you know, whatever, um, you know, I do a lot of body work, try to do every every week some sort of body work. They're going to help my jiu-jitsu. It's going to help my practice, you know, because, you know, that's the way you got to keep doing it. You know, you got to keep practicing your body. You got to keep working your body. You know, if you want to keep practicing your, with your body, you know, you got to work your body, you know.
1: Yeah, I I like that. Really touching on staying consistency and keeping at it um, to keep at a continuous improvement. You know, there's a lot uh, with that, that um, it can be easy just to to give up or to not be consistent. But I I think what I I hear that's really interesting is that to, to stay consistent, you mix it up. And then mixing it up, it keeps it interesting. you know you're not just doing the same stuff over again, you're still working on yourself getting better, but you're doing different things to to stay engaged
0: that's right that's right you know you know' there's a, a lot of things you know uh you know I felt like the the last two times that I fought, that was really cool um, that we we you know we went outside to talk and we just we we went back and then you did all this this the the this session that you know that you do with your with your uh, skills as a life coach mm-hmm. um and when you brought up some some questions about happiness, you know like you know like this is happening like how happy are you you know like me mean? I was like, wait a second, man, I'm super happy right now, I'm about to fight it's like I'm super happy here like I look like and then that feeling in that moment it just it was I was exactly the same scene. I'm coming down to get, like, to get the present from Christmas, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, Like, I wake up that feeling that waking up, like, you know, it's going to be presents there. Like, that feeling that, that just come up inside my heart. And it's just like, that really helped me out. I'm here to have fun. You know, and, and the having fun aspect, you only, you only, you, is only fun if you follow through and, and you're focused enough to your skills and your timing. And then, and then you'll be able to have fun. So there's, there's a whole component that that, but all that, this component that we're talking to be focused, to be serious, it can also be fun. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like the switching in and off of being fun and be serious and be, and be, and be silly and be, and be crazy, and that, be that, be able to switching off back and forth. That's super fun. You know, I, I was talking mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, with this guy this guy is talking he was like a yoga yoga guru, you know, whatever, like yoga super, like super cool guy. He comes talk to me sometimes and he, I told, I asked about him about him, man, I was able to really transform myself with the helping, with, with you, with your help, with the life coach. I was able to transform myself to a, you could come with another person that I was, you know, that I like. I was intent to be the person that I want to transform to, but I did not know that I could be switching the emotions with it, you know, just like be really angry and then like suddenly step away and just be like like silly or changing the mood. He's like, well, there's actually like this uh, flexibility of emotions that you have. So it's like, you know, you're able to transform your emotions. Like, it's like, how do you do that? I was like, well, let's do it. So he did this exercise. Like, you're happy. Be happy. You know, be, be sad. Be worried. You know, be sad again. Be happy. Be happy. So he he just this this like flexibility of emotions. They go back and forth, one to another. That he just like you see like the mind the, then then the mind comes after. But the, if you keep motion, like I always, know that you can change it. Just because everything everything else the emotions like you don't have, you don't have to feel the emotion. Don't worry about the emotions. Yeah. Just change it now where you are. You're happy. You're happy. Go. You know, you're happy. You know, he's just like, so It's like, but it, it is, the it, it only, only being done if you practice, right? He was used to explain this to me. He's like, sir, you got to practice this. You know, what you did, you're forced, you're forced to do this because you're about to fight. So you're, you're very aware in that moment. You know, imagine if you're aware that the moment that you support, you're always in tune with that. You know, it's like you're always doing like, now I need to be happy. You know, you're you're happy. Now you need to be focused. Now you need to be attentive. You know, like all this different awareness point that you put in your mind that it can be done in a fractional moment, right? It's that's what's pretty much the the the, the pin that I get from this. You know, it's just like you can't change that, but it, it it is so hard. Like how are you gonna change to be, you know, like depressed to happy or depressed, you know, and he's like man of course it's hard man that's like black belt stuff you know it's like you gotta train (laughs) that you know you're you're like your white belt now getting the blue belt try to figure out your emotions you know now you're dealing with this in the fight mode in combat you know there's somebody after you you know there's somebody trying to get you and you gotta figure out and make sure that you know um, even you know don't mess so much with your own emotions because those something else that you need to figure out, you know, you need to figure out your body's skill. You need to be able to stop these moves. Yeah? You need to be aware, you know, so there's, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that you need to take care of. Yeah. So I think the yeah. mental, for me, for me the mental aspect of going to a test or going to an interview or going to a fight, I think is the more, is as important or more important than actually physically conditioning. You know what mm. I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah, because you've trained for so long that you have a lot of the skill there and the technique, um, but you know it's the mental game and the emotional game as we've talked about. It people a lot of times think it's this thing that you either have or don't have, and just kind of do it. Listen
0: um, to this, no. is, man. I, I I have a perfect example for you. Okay, so I'm I'm playing. I'm playing. I came back to play soccer about two years and a half ago. I'm playing this league, you know, this league here in the local league, and then everybody go. Mm-hmm. Then we go play there. No, we never win. You know, it was very hard the league to win. It's over 40s It's hard. It's hard. And then this mm-hmm. time we went to the finals. And we got to the finals. We, we went to play, and then it, it was nobody score. You know, everybody scores three, three. No, we cannot go. Okay, go to penalty. Go to the penalty kick. And then who's gonna who's gonna kick? You know, you you and Sergio. It's like no, no, no. I wanna, I wanna. I don't want to kick, man. I'm, I'm fine, but I just don't know what. No, Serge, you know you're good, man. You're good. You're gonna you kick the ball, okay? Okay, I'll kick. So then everybody kicks it, or, or goalie defends it. So now if I kick and score, we win. I go, man. I go shoot, and I, man. I never, I never miss a penalty kick. Come on, man. Everybody can make a penalty kick. And I go shoot the penalty kick, and then and I miss it. I go, the goalie defends it. And I'm like, I can't believe this, man. I'm like, oh, my God. If I tell this to my brother, he's going to be uh, one entire year tell me, tell me so much good things about this. You know, I can't tell you this. I can't believe this. Happened. And I went to talk with a coach, you know, with a soccer coach, a friend of mine. He's like, man, man I can't believe I lost a panty kick. And he's like, Sergio, you didn't even lost a panty kick, it's your mental. You're not confident enough to go down mm-hmm. and score that panty kick. And I was like, man, I think you're right, bro. I wasn't very confident. I was really worried. Like, the worry, going worried to a penalty kick is the worst. You mm. you're already missed right there. So when you come in, the penalty kick, like, I already, I already got this goal, man. I got it. This guy, this goal is not going to be able to get my, my, my ball. There's no way on earth. And I said, you come confident to score the ball. So there was no confidence in me. So, mm. was like, I
1: think. How did you change man? that?
0: I, would, I know. Now, the mental changes by going going to the to the okay i got it you know i got i'm going to i'm going to score this goal don't worry about it i got it you know no I'm yeah. I, you, no 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 do you, i don't know about this, with your, mind, about this.
1: How, with your mind how do you do that are you using ima- are you with your mind to get that confidence are you using imagery or are you talking to yourself what are you doing
0: i'm i'm i'm, I'm talking to myself and I'm I'm imagining I'm imagining the, the 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 same scenario with a different attitude.
1: Yeah. So when you're talking to yourself, what tone of voice are you using?
0: Hmm. I actually I usually the same the same scenario the same things that happen that usually I usually I use but I usually use me as a more confident as a person like grabbing the ball like more confident going to the go going to the to the penalty area more confident than i was you know what i mean yeah
1: so you're talking in a more confident tone of voice to yourself so yes. here not here's the,
0: definitely not doubting
1: yeah so here's the interesting yeah. thing that it's the when you are you when you made that shift you know you shifted things in your mind right you changed your inner dialogue and you changed the images that you were having. And my guess is that, um, the way you talk to yourself changed, not just what you said, but how you said it. And the kind, the, the, the way the pictures were in your mind likely were became, um, clearer, uh, more certain around making the goal, um, and a lot more vivid when you reflect back, is that true for you? It
0: is, it is, it is, it is more vivid, for sure more vivid. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, it is a, it is a, it is a, it is a thing, you know, it's just a, but the, but, with you know, did this like, I was like moments, you know, like the, there's like this, this catch moments that, you know, that they did, the, 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 that they had this a decision making, and attitude, you know, the, the, those two come together, right? So there's, um, you know, because if you have a decision making of being confident, like I had decision making, because I'd be happy to fight as well, like where I I was I was about to do the move, and I'm like, I'm like, hesitate to do the move, and then never did the move, and I knew exactly oh, what move I had to do, and mm. I never, really pull the trigger to finish the move, I initiate the move, but I mm. stop in the middle and didn't finish. And so then, you didn't you know, commit like, to it. Why, why, why did it happen? What is that? Is that, you know, what, what was that? You know what I mean? It was like, mm-hmm. I paralyzed there, I hesitated, I wasn't, I was, uh, what what happened? You know, I was just, mm-hmm. I, I hesitated, you know, it was just that decision making wasn't there, right? And the, the attitude was, was, a, wasn't there either, you know? It, mm-hmm. So that, it has, it has to have, you have to have some sort of attitude where he comes with the decision making off of it, like, I'm going to have yep. attitude of finish this. I'm going to finish this now. You know what I mean? It's just like, in your mind, I think that kind of coming that, 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 you know, the the mind, that voice, that comes in and say something, you know, just, and it mm-hmm. goes back to, to your, your, you know, to your purpose or to your, um, uh, what you call it, um, it know, not it it's, it's a purpose, but like, mm-hmm. um, your trigger you know what's your trigger you know what's your yeah. trigger in this fight and you know, Why are you doing this fight what's your purpose here you know what is, you know i think when you have that in mind why you're doing this what's happening here um i think it helps you to to finish those moves you know what i mean uh i don't know i think i think sometimes when i have that on my mind I, I i have a better percentage of finished moves down if that mm. makes sense.
1: yeah so you basically get clear on your purpose align with it and that allows you to make the decision and when you make that decision your attitude changes you get more certain the pictures change in your mind and you commit to it and um your success goes up right
0: right well well, what was it for for example um um i know it's like there's there's a thing like if i I go there you know um with no confidence and think i I already scored the goal but I didn't score the goal, right? But if I don't have confidence, most likely I'm not gonna score the goal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, so I think that, that confidence is the, the, the pulling the trigger, right? So like, I'm yeah. confident enough I can do this. You know what I mean? I'm confident I can, I can do I have the tools, I train for this. I, I'm, I'm here for a reason. You know what I mean? It's just like that, that's the confidence that you gotta come up with. You know what I mean? It's just in a, every time that in the moment, you know, you need to use the moment, it's gonna be this moment, okay come with the attitude and make sure that you get it done you know what i mean just say you got it you got it just get you got to just do it just get it done do it finish you know yeah. um so for kids for for
1: um young athletes who oftentimes are or sometimes even new pro athletes when they go to a new level of competition things get really challenging they they have that hesitation right. sometimes How, you know what would you say to them to help them make that jump get that commitment and decisiveness that you've, you've talked about?
0: Uh you know, I, I definitely have them, um, um a drill in their head, um, have some, um, uh, a mentor or somebody that can do the drills, you know, that, like the drills in the, their, their mind and the, and then, and, the, and the, you know, not just the physical aspect, but the mind as well beforehand, before going to, to the test, um, you know, just, um, uh, um, a lot of visualization, a lot, of, a lot of practice, a lot of breathing um, exercise. Um, where they get, where they get there is like the, the, the hardest part is just be able to control the breathing in the moment of, in like, of of things happening. You know, so, just, so as long as you control the breathing, you think better. Things around you um, it definitely helps a lot. Um, yeah. You know, and be able to to really get get yourself into center. You know, like anytime, like at the center. I'm saying. Really get yourself in the zone, where you can just like be calm in the middle of the storm. You know, if there's crazy things mm. happening, there's all these things happening around you, and you're able to just be like in the middle and be relaxed. You know, and that's the most challenging part. You know, be able to be relaxed in the middle of the chaos. It takes training, takes takes practice, but it, you know, it's completely done. And you see, you know, high level professional athletes like completely relaxed in the middle mm. of, the, uh, of the chaos. You know. So that's yeah. right there.
1: Yeah. Uh, what might have been a mem- memorable experience for you, um, or have you, you know, had that experience where you've been in um, in the zone and um, totally relaxed during the chaos?
0: Yeah, that, that was like, um, you know, my 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 second fight that I fought. My um, Lucas in uh, in the in the beach in 2018. Uh, that was a good one um that that you know we went outside and we were able to really calm down. I was really nervous, I was really like stressed out over situations that was happening around, and I was like mm-hmm. a couple of things was wasn't didn't you know, work my way the way I wanted like in the last minute, and everything started happening in the last minute it was weird man i I started having this like pain in my hip and my knee and my neck' it was, like all these like weird pain started show up like in the last. The, the last twelve hours of my fight, and and I, well, I was just really stressed out being there. It was a lot of it was awkward situation for me. A lot of people that I didn't expect it was there watching me there and paying money to watch me. So there's a lot of pressure, and then mm-hmm. you know, be, be able to go outside and and be, be able to connect to myself on a higher level. Um, that really helped me out, man. That was a huge help for me. I really I appreciate your help that you did. Um, it was really um, mm-hmm. and it was really, really helpful that day um because i was able to center myself and pull my back it was, a, it was a lot of pressure too. this was, was my birthday that day it was like uh yeah. it was like a lot extra extra layer of pressure right there um and and um but it was fun i had a lot of fun um i had, you know, I had a blast that day um and it really helped me to be able to do that breathing exercise that we did and then to be able to mm-hmm. relax and stay in the zone and mm-hmm. i felt like i was completely like relaxed in the fight man i was just really mm-hmm. Doing my thing in a higher level, I so felt like.
1: Yeah, which is ironic because a lot of people try to psych themselves up, and it's exhausting, man. That's right. You know, doing that, especially when life is getting at you, and but you created that space of relaxation through your breathing, and it helped you get into a higher space uh, so you could compete
0: better. Right. 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 I cannot forget, like, like, man, you like in the end is like okay man don't he's now don't forget to have fun. I was like, oh, that's right man <laughs> and I' gonna have fun <laughs> I was like I, Anna, after oh, all years, i'm gonna have fun and it was just it was so inspiring man I was just i I had fun all the way man it was great yeah I,
1: really, well, I, really I think that, that's been a lot of the themes you know you you've as we look at you know the story you've given us, it's you know being uh, raised in a really really hard environment where you're, you're you went to survival mode and you figured out ways to survive. You came to the States, you set up your academy, you got married, you have kids, you're, you're teaching, um, you have a successful competition and pro, um, record. And, um, you know, now you've evolved into this, you know, higher level kind of, uh, ways of thinking with controlling your emotions uh, with having fun. Um, and you know, you still have the edge of the, you, that you've mixed in there from, you know, growing up in a tough environment. It's really, really awesome.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. I appreciate the kind of words. There's a, uh, yeah. you know, I feel like, I feel like every time, the, you know, the, and I explain there's so many layers of explanation I have to go through, but there's, I'm sure there's like two things I'm, um, it was, um, you know, it was a, it was a quite an experience, man, coming throughout there, And I feel like, you know, they start over sometimes. It was hard, you know, when you come from Brazil, United States, and I was just like, had to really like, okay, like America's like, who's this guy? You know, I had to, I had to show who I am and start everything over from the beginning. You know, it was, it was tough. Um, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, that everything in the way did, um, and then I was able to, you know, end up here in Alameda and, and get to know you, get to know everybody around this area. Be um, really thankful yeah. to be here in, you know, in, in the Alameda area at 1502 Park Street. Um, you know, everybody yes. wants to come over down, do a little practice with us. I uh, some jujitsu. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me, man.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for coming in and sharing with us. And... Um, you know, it's
0: really inspiring to hear your story. Thank you, Sergio. No, thanks so much, Chris. appreciate it, sir. Appreciate you, brother.